0: Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever, a podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell.
1: Alright, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible movies and the people who love them. I'm your host, Tom Ryman.
0: Hey, I'm David Bell.
1: And we have Chet Wild here today. Yeah, I'm gonna destroy the premise of this podcast because it's a great movie. Sure, sure, and everyone uh, comes mm, here with that lofty goal. Mm. Uh, what smoldering piece of shit have you brought for us today? Go- <laughs> Gone fishing! Uh, <sighs> why, why the
2: groans, come on. Oh man, this, okay. <laughs> <laughs> First,
0: this is gonna be more like an intervention. Did you, you yeah, else. what
2: is the last time you watched this
0: movie? Last night. Okay, good.
2: Uh, First time seeing it?
0: Second time in the last like week. No, I saw it as a kid. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there. Yeah, let's this get the history. The, I think that's important. Mm-hmm. All right, this is the first time as a kid I ever saw a movie and realized movies could be depressing.
2: Why? <laughs> what what is was, depressing about it? I
0: Found this movie very depressing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, is there a dark through line I'm not aware of? Yeah, it's well, okay. <laughs> <Just> now you <laughs> saw this in theater. I did. I saw this in the theater. Um, and this anecdote. Uh, it actually is a great piece of commentary in the film itself. Gone fishing is a movie that came out in 1997. It stars Joe Pesci and Danny Glover as two half hapless halfwits who uh, enjoy fishing and when they go on their fishing trip to the Everglades, they uh, uncover uh, a sinister plot by some villain. Some villain. Some villain yeah. who's been swindling women out of their money yeah, and does. then stabbed one to death and leaves the knife in their car. Which
0: is a heavily wrapped depressing crime. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so I saw this in the theater with, with my brother. Um, we got the times wrong and showed up halfway through and didn't notice. (laughs) (laughs)
2: you're like these guys are just riding the back of a boat down some train tracks about to be hit like that's where it started i think it's
1: it started when they find the map i think that's when we showed up is when they discover the map
0: which could yeah that could be where the movie starts. deep into the movie i get it's, it's halfway
1: through the movie so i just when the movie ended we're like oh shit this movie was like real short and then we figured out later but like that's the my main criticism against the movie, apart from the fact that it's just not funny to me is the fact that almost nothing that happens in it matters because I could show up halfway through the movie and I didn't need the previous 45 minutes to understand what's happening isn't in the that mo- a strong quality in a movie
2: when no. you just <laughs> want to play a movie I'm very you could watch that movie at any point and it doesn't matter where you start. how is that not great <laughs>
1: That's a fine quality for like something that's episodic, but it's like nothing that. <sighs>
2: every, like you know, how you could just watch every, any episode of The Office and be like, "This is great." You could just watch any five minutes of Gone Fish and be like, "Yeah, I paid better for it."
1: Uh, it should have been a mini series event, not a not a film. But no, it's like every. I have so much written down about this movie, but the general yeah. thing is that every every major narrative point is introduced and resolved almost in the same scene. <laughs> like,
2: Again! Aside I from don't have <laughs> to... It, it, you get immediate satisfaction. I don't
1: have to wait why for a Why do you... Oh, to explain... Okay, I need
0: to know why I need this to know movie makes you happy. why you like this makes movie me so much. Me so sad. Um,
1: First off... I can't tell... Because you're giving this... You get this shit like, grin oh, on your face. Like, I can't tell if this is a bit <laughs> that I, you enjoy this movie. Are you familiar with Fast Fall at Chet's?
2: Because that... That's the entire narrative of my life. No one ever knows if I'm being serious or a bit. It's not a bit. This is genuinely a masterpiece that is underappreciated by the masses. First off, it has Joe Pesci and Danny Glover. Everyone loves them And what are those other fucking movies they did? Lethal Weapon. Yeah, not nearly as good as Gone Fishing. That's like they're working their way up to this, right? Did you enjoy Lethal Weapon?
1: Yeah, mostly.
2: I've never seen them because I saw Gone Fishing and nothing can... The two of them why it's okay. none of these are real let, reasons. Let me give you real reasons. <laughs> yeah. First off, the movie makes me laugh. It's genuinely really? funny. Yeah. It is <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> they're chemistry. It's just one of those buddy bro but movies that they just keep getting in more and more absurd situations. They're just two sad, dumb old men. But are they sad? Because They're very sad. Because if I you say it's sad, but any normal functional if if any of us experienced that if any two combination of two of us were a third way through that trip we probably would have killed ourselves i mm-hmm. don't know you guys that or well. at least the other i would have
0: killed my, yeah that's what makes it sad to me is it's they just want to go fishing and i want them to go fishing so <laughs> bad and it, their lives they're they're they have a family and kids like they're clearly Enough, like it's not Dumb and Dumber where they're so dumb that they cause the problems. Like they never cause the problems that happen to them in this movie. It happens to them, so it just feels like two middle-aged guys they're who just want to go 60. fishing. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they don't have much to live for. So, so I mean, it's it's besides, two I guess 60 year sixty-year-old
1: men just really wanting to have. They just
0: want to ha- go fishing. They, but and, that's and what's
2: inspiring just, about it, despite. Every fucking reason they should stop and give up on fishing. They are determined to go fishing. But
0: they never go fishing. Yeah, the movie never gives <laughs> they us They never the get to fish. They don't at the very end they're just they kind of like throwing wines in the water or Yeah, back in the like the the shitty like
1: back in the fucking refuse creek yeah. that they fish in in the beginning. Don't and you then guys have like a rolling Do you
2: have or a friendship the, that uh you do something with somebody every year, no matter how many bad stories you have about it?
0: But they don't get to do it. That's the thing. They don't they, they they, they fail they make 40 bucks and then they're back to their shitty life the, the lives fact
1: the they're end. they're they're still they're always positive about it but it's like it's not in a <laughs> somebody that have i have a lot
2: of anxiety and a lot of depression and a lot of reasons to not feel good about moving not move forward in this world and a movie like this inspires me like characters like this are people that no matter what happens he's literally struck by lightning and even that turns into like a good thing where his memories unjogged, and now he has this knows this map really do a good thing and he can take out take down a bad person in the world
1: i really want to talk about the lightning scene.
2: (laughs) Well, we have a lot to talk about, so (laughs) put me on the rails at any point. I will passionately defend any criticism you have of this film. I just... (sighs) Man. It bums me out it's that you're saddened by this it's film. It's so sad. If I, I were, to put, it. if I were
0: to put this on a scale of like one being the happiest movie and, sat, and ten being the saddest, I will go with borderline 11. <laughs>
1: yeah. that's Okay, that's, oh, is that what they were saying? That's what that's, they were saying. I could I not fucking understand that catchphrase. to be at eight, nine, ten,
0: borderline,
1: borderline 11. 11. I didn't know f- what that <laughs> l- second word was. Yes,
0: I'm going to say I put captions on and once I figured out what they said, that was probably my favorite part of this movie because it was such as weird sloppy catchphrase, um, and they do say it a lot. And they go for it. No, they're I'm getting, getting go for like, it. this they is, hard. this is what, like,
1: it's, it's, because they're not, they have, like, the minds of children, right? They're two stupid men. They're two uh, And not stupid, innocent. like, very, very simple, very innocent people. Yes, innocent, naive, and see the best in the world. And they just keep getting punished. And it's like it's like watching. It's it reminds me of watching um, Dumb and Dumber Two because Dumb and Dumber Two the the prequel one or like the second the, the Jim prequel Carey is movie? Dumb and Dumber. er Okay, but Dumb and Dumber clarifying. Two is the is this is the actual sequel. Okay. Um, so where it's like it, the the antics of people who are just pure imbeciles become less funny when their characters are in their sixties mm-hmm. because then it's like oh this is like dementia like there's something wrong right. that's challenging but, these people and it's like so it, it's that level and then it's just it's like the, the lightning scene it's just you're, you're watching a sixty year old man get struck by lightning. The,
2: but good came out of it. His memory was unjogged. I mean, but how that's do you like want to work on this podcast? Do we walk through the plots and what happened? It's, we uh, there's, I,
1: we, we're going to kind of jump around. Okay. We haven't really nailed down too much of a format other okay. than just I listened to
2: the them. Keith Carey episode and Keith was very funny. You guys were all very funny, but Keith was somebody that was leaning into the
1: flaws of his choice. I will not be that person. Right. I will, that's I will, great. I, we will aim to challenge you with these flaws okay. then. All right, first, the lightning scene jogging his memory. That's an example of a way in, the, in which this Movie is bad, is that um, uh, uh, what I said earlier about introducing and resolving things in the same scene? Because they clearly, like the previous scene where uh, Danny Glover sleepwalks uh, and burns down the hotel, that's supposed to be oh they burned up the map. And it's like okay, we've introduced this this roadblock. How are we gonna h- how are they gonna resolve this this particular uh, uh, obstacle? Now they no longer have the map. They solve it one scene later by introducing a phobia of lightning that Joe Pesci's character has had that we never knew about before this point the fact that he's been struck by lightning several times which is hilarious and then he gets struck by lightning and it magically gives him good memory and like that's which is delightfully optimistic <laughs> that's bad writing <laughs> is it it's I a mean, poorly written film one of the films two credited writers is JJ Abrams
2: it was his last uh <laughs> last masterpiece as Jeffrey Abrams it's the last thing i think he like wrote as a before he moved on to um you know, producing. producing.
0: Yeah, it's also the director of Karate Kid Three. Uh, so it's it's, it's Dean, Dean Kane's
2: adoptive father, Christopher Kane. Well, the first mm. director was fired after two weeks and got his full salary. I don't
1: know. I want to know what creative <laughs> differences. Was just a basic yeah. Wikipedia. <laughs> to, yeah, what hill did he die on for Gone Fishing? <laughs> Probably had to do with the lightning scene. I imagine. Yeah, I'm sure the lightning scene. Maybe that last shot where they uh they're they're gonna uh do the polar plunge. And the very last shot of the film is clearly just the shot of them pulling their pants down, but in reverse because they didn't have enough footage. So, so it's, just, just, it's just like this weird footage I didn't notice of this, that. Yeah, yeah. If you watch it, it's, it's,
2: I will, I will cave to that. That is yeah. one flaw with the film. <laughs> um,
0: Did you find the lightning scene the most depressing? For me, it was the two. It was uh, see. I get, I get the appeal of this film. I think some of the, the funniest, most adorable people to watch are like guys a little past middle age. Like it's a funny, it can be a funny uh, time in someone's life. Um, and and I get that they're kind of like a like they're sympathetic, nice characters. And that's why for me the most depressing thing was when they're pushing the boat down the street. And they're both just like lugging this boat down the street and people are like yelling at them from cars. Like there was nothing. Right that there's
1: was a there's a station wagon full of a family with children that drives by and they just scream at these two old men struggling to push a, a, a shitty boat. old boat down the road in the Everglades. So they're like, Dorks It's like it was what? Just the saddest I'm thing. They're gonna pull over and ever. help these elderly man pushing this well that's a reflection how shitty the world is but despite
2: that they keep pushing and they keep going through I mean I think that's one of the things I really enjoy about this if you you break it down like you're viewing it from the depressive side I view it as guys that no matter what's thrown their way they're insistent on we're going to make this fishing trip happen we're going to spend quality time together if they just went fishing that's not an interesting story you don't build a friendship through that that's true like the level of friendship that they must have and maybe I'm just, because I, my, me and my best friend, Vinny, we go on a road trip every year. Often we get ourselves into situations that are horrible and that dictate we should never take a road trip again. But those experiences bring us closer together and they're, they're great stories.
1: Okay, so you there's I'm getting that a lot of the reason you like this movie doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the movie. It's like, no, kind of like what the movie means to you.
2: No, because the trips are a new thing in the last five years. I've enjoyed this
0: film since it came out in 97. Oh, okay. I guess... Well, <laughs> Why? Uh, just if that's the story, why make them dumb? I like, can see.
1: Well, here's I. I think a, an example of this almost exact premise, but done in a better way, in my opinion, is the Beavis and ButtHead movie, because the characters are actually pretty similar. It's two simple people who are endlessly optimistic. Like that's one thing that uh, like in, in Beavis and ButtHead they get into lots of. Uh, shenanigans because they're dumb and misinterpret situations, but they're always enjoying themselves. And
0: all they want is their TV back.
1: Oh, yeah, and then the, it, it, and they never like, <laughs> but like in that movie, in Beavis and Butt-Head do America, it felt like the writing was like, it, it. there was a flow to the movie. It didn't feel so like a rambled, like a rambling series of events to me. I mean, it was like, you know, hijink after hijink, but there was like, the The through line made sense, and it the the stuff that the misunderstandings and stuff compounded mm-hmm. and and sort of and I, I feel like they just don't do that in this movie. It's just they're they start from it, it feels like they keep starting a- along those lines and then just like like they get their car and immediately get it back. You know, and then like they they lose their boat and immediately get it back. It's like, yeah, it's hard for
2: me to defend this because the thing that you're criticizing is the thing that I enjoy. Uh,
1: right, <laughs> I enjoy the immediate resolve. Well, okay, here's okay. Like, oh, there's so much fucking weirdness about. It. There's a ten minute sequence where they buy a boat. It is ten minutes Down of them in the Everglades, yeah, um, and then they take it out and the, then, yeah, and it immediately breaks. But like <laughs> just the scene of them negotiating with the guy to buy this boat is like ten minutes long. <laughs> It's I, just, I don't think it's that It's long. not quite that long. It's probably like 6 or 7, but it's a it's several minutes of just and it's not there's not really a joke in it. It's just two old men <laughs> buying, who, a who boat. buying a
2: boat based on money they don't have yet. Right. Like they're just assuming they're going to find the Right. And get this reward.
1: Uh, so it's two old men kind of getting taken for a ride a little bit. Um and that's that's it. That's the scene. They that's buy a the boat and then they get on the boat and it breaks immediately and there's this calamity. The handle broke, right? Yeah, the the, the throttle breaks off so they can't slow down and the, everything breaks. The radio breaks. Everything breaks immediately and then they're just on this runaway boat and then they drive... The boat back, it, it like leaps on land, and this is a stunt that actually killed a stunt woman in this movie. Yeah. Um, they leap the boat back on land and just give the boat back to the, the, the boat dealer, and that's it.
0: That's it. Story over.
1: Well, that's not
2: it. The funniest
1: the, part is when the one <laughs> boat hits all the other boats and they just
2: slowly tip over like 20 boats. <laughs> Remember that? I do remember that. How funny is that? Because mm. you think all the. T- <laughs> and that is it's just one boat after it's a domino of boats that's just got. It's like, man, did these guys have a bad job? <laughs> mm. You're such a. No, they're.
0: How many. Be responsible for all this of these is boats. Very disingenuous. And not. Disagree. Not. <laughs> not out, not not counting the stunt woman who died for real, how many people do these characters murder? Do you think they blow up a gas station? They, they blow up a gas up a, station. A they hotel. blow up a hotel. Um, they cause that huge boat accident. How many would you just guess?
1: At least one.
0: Yeah, one at or least. two, at least, right? They, they light a man on fire.
1: Yeah, the, the the hotel scene ends by the way with the owner weeping. Yeah, over well, the remains of his hotel.
0: Up, they blew up a fucking hotel.
1: Um, God
0: damn this movie
2: again! Do we want if you or I were at a hotel and we caused a fire and killed people, we would stop going. We would stop the adventure. They keep pushing, right?
1: People. They're not even aware they started the fire. Feel
2: like you guys are having so much regret for having me on this podcast. This movie, this well, movie is just <laughs> so
0: exhausting.
2: It's it <laughs> should
0: we go through? We haven't mentioned the fact that Willie Nelson's in this movie. Oh
2: yeah. Do you not enjoy Willie Nelson? I, all right. It's I, a weird. I don't get. I it. I can't find out the soundtrack.
1: Like they did a, a soundtrack specifically for this movie. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, that Everglades song. The
0: right? um, I liked seeing Willie Nelson because he just normally just plays himself in movies. Yeah.
1: yeah. He was I assume he's in movies until they call Willie him Nelson. Catch. I thought he was Willie. Yeah, was so this was yeah.
0: like I feel like early in his career where he hadn't decided like oh, and I'll like, just play myself, and
1: he's Jesus.
0: Yeah, it's like, like that. X I Machina. don't that that
1: part. Yeah, that part was really unclear to me. Was he really there? <laughs> like. It's such a strange wrinkle to throw into this movie this implied <laughs> magic of this character because he walks in He magically undoes the knots. He knows where the plane is and then he walks out and he's just gone
0: I'm gonna throw this out there. They starved to death and went insane in that cabin and that's
1: possibly the, I mean, yeah, it, it are makes, there are a bunch of fan theories. I haven't gone down that I don't, I don't know just throwing that out there. I have I don't heard. know there's there's it, it, searching for this f- information on this film there's not a lot out there it also gets tricky because you have to put the apostrophe in fishing Mm -hmm. because if you put in Gone Fishing with a G, it's not the same film. (laughs) Is there a film called Gone Fishing? There is more than one film. Bunch of documentary. (laughs) With a G. Let's take a step back here. So for
2: some of your criticisms, kind of help me out here. What do you, first off, how do you think this movie got made if it's that bad? Like, what led to this? movie I don't know because made? it had
1: a budget of fifty-three million dollars.
2: It was considered objectively a box office bomb. Is this that's
1: a that's a large budget for a comedy? It's
2: post Lethal Weapon, right?
1: It's ninety-seven, so it's it's right before Lethal Weapon four. Okay,
2: and then it's also um, the they're originally going for Rick Moranis and John, and John Candy. Candy. Yeah, do you think the movie would have been better worse, or the same with those guys?
0: Yes. Better. Um, Here's here's the impression I got from this movie, is that there was a lot of improv um, from Danny Glover and Joe Pesci, and I don't think they're exactly like
1: improv comedians. Improv
0: comedians. So I felt like a lot of the jokes were them just sort of rambling at each other.
1: Yeah, Um, that most of the dialogue is. They're like punchlines. Most of the dialogue is Joe Pesci ramblingly. Explaining the events that just occurred, and Danny Glover going like, "Yeah,
2: yeah, why, yeah, Joe? I mean, that's kind of the charminess of the of Joe and Gus's relationship. But there's Wh- there's nothing there. Like, Wh- I that's <laughs> but that's
1: why I like. Why does everything have to be so loaded? And then you have to think it doesn't about need, something? it doesn't need to be loaded or have something for me to think about. But like, there's there's nothing in this movie. How would you rewrite the movie? I would put jokes in it. <laughs> I would, I would, I would create a plot that makes sense. Like, they run into a grifter who who spots them and decides to steal their keys. I guess because they look dumb, but then Which he does. Is, is a valid? Sure, but he doesn't sure. make really a secret of steal. Like he like waves at them and then lets their boat drive through the. Uh, so it's like why steal the car? And then like they get their car back almost immediately and it doesn't seem to slow him down at all. So I, I'm confused why he stole their car in the first place. And the only reason I can think of is because the script needed him to steal the car so they could become involved in, in catching the guy. And then he's hidden all of the wealth that he's stolen from like 40 different women that he's married and then divorced and robbed in a single attache case that he's hidden in an alligator cave in the Everglades. I did wonder how that all, why did he hide it there? Yeah. And why put it there and then run away? Why put it there and leave it there only to then immediately have to get back to it by stealing their car? And it just... it The movie... Doesn't, that doesn't make any sense? Don't you think? I mean, it's quite
2: possible like, that the villain was an adrenaline addict. Like he just needed, of course, he could have. Sure, because he robs car, forty
1: different women. So yeah, he's like clearly his addicted thing is to,
2: to, to get off every day. He's got to fucking steal something, and womanize somebody, and and fucking leave dudes on the
1: street. Like that's what gets him off. And then he he steals the car. He leaves the murder weapon for the only murder he's committed. And wrapped in a newspaper on Joe Pesci's dashboards, they get it back, like, oh, this is the knife. We're going to, we have the evidence. We can turn this in. And then it falls off the boat in the runaway boat sequence. But then it winds up not mattering anyway because they immediately find a map. Like they keep, like they introduce the map very late in the film. And then they
0: lose the map and it ends up not mattering. And
1: then they lose the map and it ends up not mattering. So it's like. Because he got struck by lightning, a key. A key point. A, a key point a that never that is never mentioned before or after that scene. Okay,
0: I get. I get <laughs> like it's, the, I feel like you're Adam, doing a lot so of <laughs> I feel like you're doing a lot of work for this movie, but I can I like I could see it being written because like the idea the idea that they're having a shitty time and they make the best of it. I can see the idea then that it being struck by lightning ends up being a good thing for him and like and 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 that angle but they don't set up that he's scared of being set up, or uh, struck by lightning or that he
1: And they don't really passed. set up that he has a bad memory. We know that because never, I think in the scene right before that Danny Glover says you have a terrible memory. Such a memory. terrible yeah. memory. Guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels like a script where this screenwriter didn't know you could go back and delete things and add stuff. Like it felt like it was just being written like like slam poetry or something where they just yeah. keep going.
1: Also, I mean, that that that's my that is my main problem with like I said at the top of the show. That's my main problem with with the film is that it just it's just it's a mess like narrative wise. Okay,
2: if I were if you guys were movie execs, let's see where it starts to break down, guys. I want to do a movie with Joe Pesci and Danny Glover. You on board? Sound good so far? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's gonna be a buddy comedy.
1: Sure. All right. I got one person on board. <laughs> well, I mean, Joe Pesci plays a comic character in le- in the Lethal Weapon movies. And,
0: my, co- cousin and movie. my cousin Vinny, he, he
1: yeah, And my cousin Vincent. He can do yeah, comedy. Yeah. Also, Home Alone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Home Alone. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay.
2: okay. Um, and it's going to be a fishing trip <laughs> movie. Hey. All right. Oh, yeah, I'm bored. Right. So like nothing, nothing we're about the here.
1: premise of the film is bad. Okay. Well, we're establishing that. And yeah. That's
0: why I want to. I just. I think the script is just bad. I have one issue. I. I How don't did think... Jake? JG... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say I don't think they needed to be dumb, because um, I, I keep comparing this a lot to Dumb and Dumber because it has a lot of a very similar plot Sure. It's yeah. To like kind of dumb guys getting involved with this uh, crazy fucking weird crime subplot, and um, are they the dumb diff- or just simple? Well that's the thing is that they're not comically dumb. They're just kind of simple. Yeah. And that makes me again it made me that's what made it a little sad for me. And then you know they see what they're getting frustrated at Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's yeah. like it's just kind of sad. To me
2: it's very relatable. I sit around everyone knows the answers to Jeopardy and I'm just like yes yeah. and wrong.
1: Uh, yes. But it's like to see uh, but then the, the way they react to it cuz they're like they're, you see them kind of wanting to mm, like being in, in, in involved in the show, and then they're just like, ah, the show is bad, and they switch it to something else. So it's I don't know. It that's,
0: just, yeah, that's the thing. There's <laughs> it just no joke depressing about to me. It's it just like, like, oh, they don't get. Oh, Jeopardy. they just got
1: frustrated with the show that because it made them it made them feel stupid, so they turned it to something else. So it's it just seemed kind of like.
0: And I agree that's I relatable. It was, a, it, was a, it was
1: a weird beat to me.
0: <laughs> that's the thing. Unlike Dumb and Dumber, it's not s- extreme. Also, their stupidity or their simpleness doesn't get them into their troubles. Like a Dumb and Dumber, they Kind of like they do, kind of mean things, and then their bring, dumbness is what themselves. is what brings it on. Well, they, they do Where in two this things. It's th- like they get pickpocketed. I feel which like anybody could that could happen. to Anybody. I like feel like
1: Chet. It sound like you're starting to ask when did J.J. Abrams get involved, and I can I can see a lot of the rewrites. In this film, because in the very beginning you do have two specific uh, events that are directly caused by the characters being stupid, like the first event when they're two kids is Joe Pesci's little child. That, right, and then that little that jail. poor little kid grows up to be Joe Pesci. You establish every year they try to go fishing and, and something, something terrible horrible happens. And then you, you see two things happen. You see him cause the blackout in in New Jersey or whatever by th- carelessly throwing his Wasn't cigar it. was the into great a... blackout of seventy yeah, yeah, seven? Yeah, yeah.
0: Did people die during that blackout? Is that probably really that
1: they caused? Well, people were raped at least yeah, yeah and definitely somebody died in, in a hospital right uh, no power for 48 hours yeah lots of rapes yeah so that's a lot, lo- a lot of rapes you can lay at Joe Pesci's character's door mm-hmm. and then the second thing you see is when Gus is getting off work he drops a fucking shipping container which onto the somebody. onto the foreman's office and they're just like Gus like he does this all the time like that's not a serious violation that he shouldn't be fired for but then from that point on nothing else like that happens they don't do anything dumb that gets them into Situations like the fire in the hotel is caused because Gus has like a sleeping disorder.
0: A sleeping, condition. if, he,
2: but if he, What is it? If he eats fishers and drinks too much, what is if it? He, he eats ate steak. 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 He ate steak. steak. a serious
0: medical condition which caused him to blow out his knees when he got hit by, by a motorcycle yeah. <laughs> yeah. while sleepwalking. Like, that's like it's not like a Zadie story. It's you, like I yeah. like to sleepwalk, and then I walked into the Trap and got hit by uh, yeah. a motorcycle. Yeah, and then in the beginning, look, yeah, there, I have
2: like 11, 11 doctors and very specific uh, dietary advice I'm supposed to Oh, so relatable to me.
0: Sure, relatable. That's
1: like the problem. It's not zany. It's not it's funny. <laughs> it's it's like just like kind of oh, these are just g- guys, just just you know doing the best they can. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> With um, we get it, and you get a little bit conditions.
1: of it when they're when they're going out when they're when they're packing up the boat and their wives are both there. Um, <clears throat> and Carol Kane who's in one scene in this movie um, they have hot wives too yeah. they do I mean, that's they, they, my
2: they, criticism of it how do they get hot wives how
1: do they get and they wives period kids, Like yeah. and, and families they can't manage anything I think it's because they're adorably charming yeah
0: they probably um, fuck real good too they do
1: they probably fuck like demons yeah Um, <laughs> <laughs> when they're going out, like we're hearing, like the litany of failures that they've experienced the last few years, like uh, Danny Glover's wife was telling him, "Last year you were in jail." I'm like, "You went to jail trying to go fishing." <laughs> Which j- uh. I love that the film leaves it open to so many prequels and sequels, if they so chose. Sure, this could. This was a real franchise starter. It could have been. Could have been. Could have been. been hadn't. But yeah, it's so it feels like they took all they either that stuff that stuff was either added in a rewrite or removed in a rewrite because it's only in the very beginning and then nothing else in the film is them being dumb and causing an accident like everything is just like even the runaway boat like the throttle breaks off that shouldn't happen on a fucking boat like
0: yeah. that's they're right they say like oh your boat broke.
2: your boat broke it's more a movie <laughs> of bad luck than them right it's the terrible dumb dumb luck. just dumb things this
0: yeah. is like two guys who luck. don't deserve all this stuff yeah. happening to them It's just a terrible thing. Well, their dumb
2: thing is they keep going. If I was to take kind of your side in this, I don't think they're dumb for it, but they keep choosing to.
1: I don't, I don't, disagree. move on in the face of adversity. I don't disagree with your stance on it. I don't yeah. think that's pl- that's meant to be them being dumb. It's, it's their being, you know, optimistic and looking on the bright side and everything. But that's kind of like, it, 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 it just makes me sad because they're just like, they're so, it's like, well, it's not that bad because even when they're, you know, when they're pushing the boats, like, oh, well, you know, like 100 years ago, we wouldn't have a road and a thousand years ago, we wouldn't have wheels. That's so it's CBT. not that bad. They're
2: using cognitive behavioral therapy yeah. on themselves.
1: Yeah. So and it's like the fact that they're just these 60 year old men just trying to go fishing and fucking calamities keep hitting them and it's like well it's not that bad we're still gonna get to go fi-. it's like it makes me sad Yeah, because they keep getting punished for their uh, for their optimism you but saying
0: that they keep pushing forward made me like the film more but it still makes me sad because at the end they're like well we got 40 bucks from that and then they're mangled by an alligator and like they
1: beat the shit out of that alligator
0: like, well we don't know
1: no, oh, oh at the very end yeah, yeah the they get mangled end. by an alligator And so like I, just, I wanted
0: to see because again dumb and dumber has a similar ending but it feels more like they deserve this because they're not the best people um and their stupidity gets them into these right situations they're kind where this i was just heads. like i, would I actually, just want these guys to have fucking get a break like, i want them to catch a fish yeah catch one fish catch a single a fish
2: but maybe i mean do you guys fish at all
0: no no not since i was a kid
2: okay so no one in this room can relate to this <laughs> Fishing is not about fishing. No. Catching actual fish is like the very bottom of the reasons you fish. You go for the the bogging. You go for the experience. You go to just kind of escape life and go on an adventure. And they escaped their
1: day-to-day life, and they went on an adventure. That's true. That's true. Uh, Racking up the points. Yeah, that is true. I also, like... (laughs) for all the things like they don't introduce the lightning for all the things that they introduce and resolve immediately. There's one thing that they introduced that I thought was going to come into play. The fact that they show that Danny Glover's character can identify fish immediately. I was like, "Oh, this is going to become important later." It's the one
2: thing he's really nope. good
1: at. No, <laughs> 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 never comes up again. I wonder if there's deleted scenes, or like, a, like I'm the, saying, I, like, I can see the, I can see the rewrites, yeah. like, because it's it, 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 why the movie feels so disjointed to me. Um, and at this point in his career, J.J. Abrams, I think, was mostly brought on as as a polisher on scripts. Sure. I don't know, and then got the full writing credit. Right? Yeah, I don't know what he would have. But it's just the movie feels so disjointed to me, and it's just like uh, I don't. It's we, hard to have a
2: conversation about it because I think I might have said this already. You hate it, and I love it for the
1: exact same reason, <laughs> so right?
2: It's there's not like a, a thing for us to, Do you, to you
1: debate. Like, I'm like, yeah, the thing you hate is what I love. Like, you, you like the fact that they're they're never really in danger. It's very low stakes for them all the way through. It's like it's a low. I c- I can I guess I can understand that. I like making very big dramatic things out of small
2: trivial things if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, uh, so the fact that there's uh, such an adventure over such small objectively stupid things makes me love it. Like this is a movie that I wish I could write. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you could <laughs> write I could a write, I mean, version of You this and I film. could sit down and write a sequel to this film or a yeah, prequel to this yeah, film. Yeah, let's,
1: uh, let's fucking do that. Like, let's I would Gone love Fish to talk to too. Joe
2: Pesci and Danny Glover. I wonder if they... Im- are embarrassed by this film, or I, if it was a money grab, or if they really thought highly of it and then were disappointed, or maybe they're
0: like me and they objectively love the film.
1: I like, read somewhere that Danny Glover has said that he did this
0: film for the money. Joe Pesci didn't really do films after this. like This might be his his last?
2: Well, he's highly selective. Louis C.K., uh, before all the other stuff, where <laughs> <laughs> say his name, it's dirty now, um, wanted him for uh, Horace and Pete. Did you ever see Horace and Pete?
1: No, no, I'm aware of it, but horse yeah, and Pete
2: is very different than Gone Fishing. I recommend it. Any, uh, well, I think you'd enjoy it. But he was trying to get Joe Pesci to play Steve Buscemi's role, and, and Joe turned it down. But Joe had him over to his house a couple of times, and, like gave him notes and stuff. I guess he's just like super productive of his career now.
0: Watching this movie, I realized I want Joe Pesci. I, I, he might be too old, but I realized I Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci, Joe Pesci at this a, at the age of Gone Fishing, could play a, a realistic Trump. I think Joe Pesci puts some makeup on Joe Pesci. You'd have to change the accent a little bit, but he, I think he could nail Trump. Can we talk For about Trump. Joe Pesci's hair piece in this film? Speaking okay. of Trump.
1: It's just the sides of his head.
0: Was it that or did, or did they shave? It's
1: very noticeable. Did they shave it? <laughs> no, because he's more bald in other films that came before this. <laughs> That okay. is an interesting choice. Like, <laughs> you yeah. to look too old. I don't know. Well, because they, they are The characters are supposed to be younger than they are in the film, but not that much mm-hmm. younger. Like, they're supposed to be, like, late 40s, I think. But they're, like, late 50s.
2: Yeah, like, when said 50s. 60s, like I, I just mm-hmm. assumed they're maybe I, late 40s. I, I
1: think the only reason is for that... kids in life? <laughs> I think the only reason is to have that opening scene to have them cause that specific blackout. And like, well, then that was on this date, so they had to have been. If we wanted to be kids, they have to be this old, they which is I don't know why they blackout. why they. Needed for it to be that blackout.
2: <laughs> I mean, they made a strong choice. Yeah. to show from the very beginning, them going fishing is uh, leads to horrific tragedy. Right, but
1: because of them, like that, I think that prologue sets the wrong tone, and I, for the reasons that I've already described, is that that event is caused by them doing something stupid, and then it causes calamity. Whereas that does, that's not the film. The film is just them trying to go fishing in earnest and just getting punished for it.
0: I gotta. I. I'm I'm now getting like uh, inspiration for a sequel idea, like for a sequel. We cut to uh, September 11th, 2001. Joe Pesci and go on. Lover goes fishing. Go on. Confly not fly it all fishing. Very wrong. Yeah. Mm.
2: <sighs> Maybe did did you guys both watch this movie by yourself the last time you watched it?
0: Yeah. I think it's the best way to watch it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't be distracted. Well, I was gonna Gun say Dish. maybe
2: it's a film you need to watch with people who enjoy. Like certain comedies are funnier when you're watching them with other people because oh. you feel yourselves laugh laugh out loud.
1: I take that back. Marina came down and watched it for exactly one bowl of cereal. <laughs> Which and is, so,
2: it, How'd you, it, you like it? You have a perfectly enjoyable experience she, at she, any she, full point <laughs> that you
1: join. Which, which part did she join? She was in the part where they were riding in the back of the boat with um, the two women. Giving the girls the looks?
2: Yeah, that's... Come on, that's uh, funny. That's funny. It's physical comedy. You can't write the jokes. It's just
1: them giving those looks. That's when he gives the Trump face, is in that scene where he's trying With to do like, like pouty lips. lips. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's
0: where he gives the Trump look. Yeah, that yeah, I agree that uh, someone did not write that joke.
1: I
2: mean, I still she have, there. <laughs> yeah. there are, uh, That's them from,
0: shooting from the hip.
2: From the Fastball at Chet's campaign, I owe four different people, four different people pledged $125 or $150 think it was 125 dollars to watch the movie gone fishing at my house and i'll make them dinner so i have to watch that movie at least four times this year
1: just get them all together make, at the same time
2: No, why would why would i water yeah, down favorite. that experience
1: when you can make a wonderful meal for four people and they can sit down and watch gone fishing with you you guys are welcome to come over i might have to do that okay
0: yeah. i'm just saying no yeah
2: what other movie could i have put up that people would pay $125 to watch with me.
1: Con Air, I don't know. (laughs) I can think of better bad movies. Well it's not, of course you can, because this isn't a bad movie. It is, it is though.
2: It's not the fact that like I, you guys should temporarily change the name of this podcast for this week only. Uh, <laughs> Greatest good. film ever. Yeah. Period. It's good. Not, good movies that we falsely think are bad. It's, that should be the name of the. I'm still like
0: I. It's not the worst movie that's been on this podcast. That's progress. Mm. That is progress. I'll give you that. Is
2: it the best movie that's been on this podcast? I
0: will say that this movie had some sweet moments. I'm I got you it. Over. I no no no. I understood. This is in my notes. I understood where you're coming from with this movie. 'Cause I don't it's not a mean movie. I don't hate the movie. I'm not angry with the movie. No,
1: it goes out of its way to not be mean spirited. There's no yeah, nipple exactly. suits in this movie.
0: Like it's <laughs> not it doesn't hurt you're not you're not hurting anybody by loving this movie. Like it's great. Um by all means. I um, it's just it's you know, it's not it's not for me. It's not for me. I uh <laughs>
2: would tell my writing staff that this was a really good movie and they're like it's not a good movie. I'm like, no, this, it's it's Pretty great movie. movie. You guys haven't watched it. I don't know. And then uh, the
1: the fact that you continuously find yourself alone on this particular hill for is Christmas that? Is
2: that for Christmas they they uh, one of my
1: staff writers uh,
2: got me a, Gone Fishing like an original poster that was you know at, at a movie theater at, at mm-hmm. some point sure um, and I spent a hundred eighty dollars getting it framed to have it in my bathroom. That's how much I.
1: You I love this movie, in this movie $180. That's yes, worth <laughs> I have one hundred and eighty dollars for
2: this frame. Film. Ever, it's this blue wooden custom frame. If I, I, could, just, to spray.
0: If I could just interfere from my Man, voice here in the sure. tower, mm-hmm. this that? is Adam, everybody. I texted Tom a picture of that he framed he poster uh, in an effort to make fun of you during Royal Rumble. I texted to almost everyone. Well, I'm um, ever on this your podcast house.
2: now, so it worked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm 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 gone. Go okay, back
1: thanks. to the podcast. Bye, this, Adam. Bye, Adam. This movie ends. This this is, again, why this movie makes me sad more than it than it makes me laugh at any given point, um, is it ends with Danny Glover giving his lifelong friend an impassioned plea to stop smoking.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: smoking's bad. It's a good message. Yeah, but it's like, it's like, it's just, oh my, it, that's the, the tone of this movie for me. It's just like so like, it's not it's not fun escapism for me. Even though it's this, it's this bizarre. It should only oh no, be fun an, adventure. You. How, I agree, <laughs> it should be, but that it keeps doing things like Danny Glover has a sleeping condition where his fucking knees got, and then like Joe Pesci. Joe yeah, Pesci's he he smokes too much, and Danny Glover's worried about it. It's like you got to think about your wife and your kids. You got to be around when they when they grow up. It's like yeah, you're right. I need to do that, and then he just like puts it out. Very relatable. I have those concerns. It's really re- talk about what's your problem? You stop smoking. <laughs> No, I, know, I don't disagree that it's relatable. It's not fun to watch. It doesn't make me happy. It makes me think of all the people in my life that have similar things and how that's, it, it's, it just makes me sad. Disagree,
2: when I saw Adam today, I said, Adam,
1: how, how he as he cough? As he
2: hacks How great do you look today? Isn't that the first thing I said to you? So you're great, and you go, I look I great. Smoking? It makes me happy. It, it looks, looks fantastic I I every look day the week.
1: That's true. <laughs> with his with his with his fucking psychotic hairpiece that's just the sides of his head <laughs>
2: I like that this is both not the worst movie on this podcast, but also possibly the worst
1: recording of this podcast yet. We're just like we had this fucking guy on,
2: and it went nowhere. <laughs> this is definitely this not, is
1: definitely the movie that I've watched for this podcast that has made me the most sad to watch. I've never had anyone tell me this movie made them sad. This is a first for me. Not
2: one, but really, two people telling me, me that that
0: surprises me too because I've never seen this movie really, and
2: I i coming I'm, over. I'm for probably not going to see it. You're gonna come over for dinner. I feel like you, have, gonna to, be like, you have to like watch it. It's gonna be like vegan soup or something. No, I'll make something. I'll make fish.
0: <laughs> okay, Sous I'm vide. in.
2: Sous vide. Sous vide fish.
0: I'm in.
1: I got you in. <laughs> <sighs> What else is it's in the fucking notes? film? Spoon- that was. I mean, we've gone through all of them.
0: I mean, we. Uh, this isn't the only episode of this podcast where we we just like we're not going to convince yeah. you. I to was dreading doing you love, this film. Uh, and you're not going to convince us to love this movie. So we, it's this I, podcast I feel often like, ends on a stalemate. I
1: feel like I have reached a common. Like I understand why you like this movie now. Yes. I Summarize why before. I like this new movie. I'm because I'm curious to because hear it. it makes you happy. Like it, it, you, I understand that it's this. It's these guys guys who just like, they're going on an adventure together that just because they're friends they enjoy each other's company and a bunch of bad shit happens to them but they never get upset at, like they never let it dampen their spirits like it's they're they always stay positive um fucking another some you, so, another, you scene that, it? another scene that makes me sad is when the guy's strangling Joe Pesci and Danny Glover's in tears like no you're hurting him stop hurting him. you're kidding you're going to kill my oh friend my stop God, it just yeah. say you're sorry they he's sorry stop so it that's fucking sad <laughs> like, but he's okay like I know it's okay but it's like
2: it's, But did that it's, bring up, listen how higher not, voices we're shouting it brings up emotion in yeah here. it's
1: not an emotion that i you. expected to feel in gone the fucking movie is fishing surprises <laughs>
0: It does have a fanboat chase. Right. It does have a fan an airboat chase with it, two stuntmen
1: who are clearly not the two lead <laughs> yes. actors. But I'll give it that. Like the guy that's supposed to be Danny Glover is very obviously like thirty. <laughs> when he's driving that airboat down the. <laughs> <hop>.
2: <laughs> oh, and they, oh my god. I'll be honest. I don't think we need to watch the movie together, but I do think we need to go fishing together. Probably. And That'd you'll find out that it's not about the fishing at all. It's about the hijinks
1: we get into along the way. <laughs> You've never gone fishing? No, I. I've been. I haven't been since as a kid. Oh no, wait. I went. Okay, no, I, I did. It's been like ten text years, but yeah.
0: Saying she's going fishing. Oh shit! It was a weird thing to get right. Before right now? We, it was right before we went in. Oh, it was man. just
1: Like <laughs> on fishing in there. Tell her to watch out for lightning storms. Seriously. <laughs> just a smoldering, dead sixty-year-old man on the side of the road. So you said you didn't improve it by a better narrative and jokes, but like, give me a
2: scene that you would punch up. Like, what's the thing that's not funny that you're like, if we workshopped a joke right now?
1: Any of their dialogue. Their dialogue's never funny. Their dialogue is, like I said earlier, it's mostly just them doing rambling improv that's just recapping the events we just witnessed. What about their catchphrase? Again, about, uh, I couldn't nine, understand ten, what they were saying. I got borderline. Didn't know what the fuck that second word was. And there's when they do it when they do it in the restaurant like when Danny and it's it's a it's a it's a shot on Danny Glover saying it. His mouth is so full of spit when he says it. It's fucking gross. But yeah, so I didn't even know I don't know. I I want to punch it up. I want to. I want to see Tom
2: Ryman's version of this. I movie. think
1: you should. Mm. Um, I, I hear you have a copy of the script. Let me borrow it. Mm. I did, Somebody did send me a copy of the script. I'll punch it up. I'll add some <laughs> fucking jokes to it. I'll have the two women fucking matter. Like they don't matter at all. The thing those that two characters. What bothered
2: me, I'm glad didn't happen, was like, do you think uh, those two were actually trying to fuck the two girls on the road, or uh, they're just trying to be like flirty?
1: I got a weird, that like that struck me in a weird way too. It's like, okay, we're supposed to, like they're, you're married with kids. They're married with children. You are twice these women's age.
2: Yeah, I um, think they're just trying to see like, oh, do we still have game? I don't yeah, think they're actually going
1: to do anything. That's the way. But yeah, but then like the, ki- the but through the lens of 2018, it looks very different. Right. And then those two characters don't matter. Like they do not impact the plot in any way. like, well, it solidifies the backstory of the villain. Yeah, but it doesn't, doesn't give they, them any extra motivation. Like, they just, the the fact that the guy robbed 40 women that they don't know is enough, we, which we see in that scene when, when he's like, well, we've still got the map. We can still get the reward. And then he's like, Danny Lewis, well, we can't take, you know, think of how many broken hearts that is. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. So they didn't need to have a specific connection to the daughter of one of the women that he ripped off because right. just the, the concept was enough for them. So it's like the characters are just... They, they don't matter.
0: Yeah, nothing matters. Yeah, like, like so a much of the of film, cruel th- events. Yeah, it's never going to be 11 only like for only these like guys. It's always only like, just going to be borderline.
1: Only like two things happen that actually matter in this yeah. movie. Um, but yeah, I I guess I understand why you like. No, I I absolutely
0: movies. understand because life is cruel and they're in a terrible, depressing situation and they keep pushing through. I get it. I get that that's why you like the movie.
2: <laughs> but you guys are depressed by that, whereas I'm motivated yes, and inspired because they, by it.
0: I wanted to see something good happen to them. <laughs> yeah, at I some want, point. I wanted to but see
2: they them. Did, they caught the fucking villain that was destroying women's lives.
1: That's true. He learns the, the flick and <clears throat> reels the guy off the, the sea plane. And that's
2: a better catch than any fucking
1: fish out there, you know? Mm.
2: One would argue they got the biggest catch of all.
1: They did. They did.
0: (laughs) I'm just going to make Adam laugh in the corner. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, fine. I love the movie. Thank you. I win. It's uh, it's a great movie. I
2: win. Didn't come off (laughs) as sincere. I just I want to be on every podcast and just demoralize everyone with my <laughs> commitment to <laughs> fucking watch gunfish.
0: You commitment. have worn me down, sir.
1: <laughs> no, no. When you when you give actual like, reasons, why? I can understand it. When you when you're throwing bullshit at me, like those boats falling over, is funny. I'm like, no, it's that? fucking not. That's very. That funny. That is not funny. I would laugh out loud. <laughs> that is a most beaten to death joke.
2: But that everything old is new again. Like. I, I would never think... Everything of, old is 260 60-year-old men struggling to go fishing. There needs to be more jokes of just shit falling over, if you ask me. <laughs> mm. Like, I'm going to start doing that in stand-up. I'm just going to start
1: knocking oh, schools wait, over the for scene, no reason. The scene where Joe Pesci is going to go inside and beat him with the club? Like, oh, the, yeah. the anti-theft device, yeah. the club? I wonder... I bet that was uh, paid product placement maybe i just i kept getting visions of joe pesci in casino i'm like oh he's gonna fuck that guy up <laughs> like i'm concerned for this villain now <laughs> he's gonna ruthlessly beat him with an anti-theft device i really think we should have an unpops gone fishing trip after our unpops board game night yeah no you yeah. guys should come do board games with us when we're, we're streaming the board games hey you guys definitely what's come the next to do game you're playing i don't know we do have access to golden girl's clue though <laughs> That's impressive. Which I feel like is like right, right in your wheelhouse with this Gone Fishing bullshit. <laughs> I had Trump the board game before all this president. Uh, Somebody gave it to me.
0: You don't still have it? No, I got rid of that shit. Mm-hmm.
2: Garbage. That's fair. I play Stratego now. That's my go-to game.
1: Stratego is pretty good game. They should make Golden Girls Stratego. They should make Gone Fishing. Anything. Anything. A yeah. Gone Fishing collectible card game. I'm trying to think what would be like a like a
0: Gone Fishing. Settlers you, of Catan. Can you do, like, a chess set? Yeah. <laughs> Is there enough characters to make a chess set? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. There's only, like, yeah, seven pieces. You repeat the, the pieces. And the pawns are all one Pete character. Yeah, sure. <sighs> the Pawns would be Chet. Have I warned you down yet? You're this film's pawn, Chet. <laughs>
2: I'm... I'm <laughs> Listen, even though it's a box office bomb, like seventeen million people seventeen million dollars worth of people still bought
1: tickets, right? Like, yeah, that's a couple <laughs> that's a, a couple hundred base. thousand people. Sure. There's a fan I base
2: saw out there. it. I didn't see it in theaters. <laughs> I did. I saw it in reruns, uh on HBO <laughs> and whatever other stations it was there. It was one of those things that for like two years was just on all of the time. Right. When I was in probably
1: eighth, ninth, tenth grade. Yeah. That seems about right. No.
0: I'm glad you like it. This movie's like a, a fucked up cat. Like you know when you see the cats with like the missing faces or something. Someone's got to um, love it. Yeah, right. and someone and loves like, it and eh. it's like, "Oh, I'm glad somebody loves it." I don't I don't it's. hate this. Yeah, but I'm not mad I at this like movie. It. I just I I'm glad somebody loves it. I'm glad somebody could walk up to Joe Pesci or Danny Glover at some point and be like, "Man, I really appreciated you guys making that movie."
1: I, that's like, a dang, I think it's a dangerous thing to say to Joe Pesci.
0: Yeah, I don't think yeah. I would compliment them because I feel like they'd be. They might think you're fucking with it. them,
1: and then you're going to get beat with an anti-theft device. That's true. Because that's how Joe Pesci rolls. Yeah. He's a dangerous. All right, movie. I guess. Fucking watch Gone Fishing. Oh know. yeah. Have you told anybody
2: to watch the other films? I feel I like I'm so, making yeah. some. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I would say watch Gone Fishing. If you have to shut it off, just shut it off. If you fall in love with it, good for you. But the great thing about shutting it off is you can just turn it on at any point, any point in the film. And it doesn't,
1: matter, it doesn't yeah. matter. you can fast forward through any scene that you feel like is dragging, and you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, you will be one hundred percent fine.
1: It's a good watch.
2: <laughs> I, I would offer everyone to come over to my house, but that would be unfair to the people that have already paid good hard-earned money to do so. Yeah, <laughs> five hundred dollars
1: worth of people. That's a lot of That's gone a lot fishing. Of, yeah. A lot of yeah. gone fishing. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for stonewalling this. No, you. <laughs> no, no, yeah. uh, you guys do a great job, and you, you put I, in I, your work
2: and you do your research, but you can't change I, you can't my fight, heart.
1: No, you can't. You can't. The heart wants what it wants. I can't fight your uh, your uh, enthusiasm. Like real some movies, and I certainly you, can't I, fault you for it. I
0: honestly did never want an episode of this podcast to end with someone being like, "You're right, it is terrible," and what like a, no, yeah. breaking their heart about this movie they love. I'm glad you love it. What like what are some movies that
1: you love that most people hate? I mentioned Con Air.
0: Yeah. Um, I like Con Air. Everybody loves Con Air. I think
1: everybody loves Con Air. I would have to really dig deep, I think. Because
0: I. I I, Mine that I wanted to bring is Tron Legacy. um, But I feel like if people watched it they would they wouldn't come out of it being like that's a terrible movie they'd be like yeah it's okay and oh, yeah. it's it's just an unremarkable film for most people
1: but John Carter is it. a movie that i like hmm. that most people don't <clears throat> like
2: like yeah, for I me remember. dirty work was another box office bomb and i think it's one of the I yeah dirty work <laughs> <laughs> so I'll,
1: I'll i'll agree with you on dirty work that's the thing is uh, see there's jokes in it
0: like blade yeah. runner is a box office <laughs> bomb so like the fact that something does bad at a box office to me is not i don't no I it's not can. a
2: good indicator it's um, not a good
0: metric for this did you
2: ever see sour Rapes. Yes, that's a good movie. That's also a good movie that people don't really give a lot of credit. That was Larry David's first I think it was just after Seinfeld. Yeah, I think yeah.
1: it's just there was it, yeah, it's uh, Stephen Weber and Craig Bierko. I think it was just under the radar. It was just like a small movie. But yeah, oh, that's, sorry. A, that's, that's a great movie. Our feet
2: just touched under the table. It was a weird, weird moment. It was pretty weird.
1: So, you do appreciate jokes. Yeah. I don't want them in Gone Fishing. No,
2: I think it's a different type of joke. Like somebody sat down and wrote after this boat chase. Boat two hits boat three, hits boat four, hits boat five. Like, that was a. That's still a
1: a conceived joke. You think they numbered the boats? That's a conceived joke, yeah. It's just Um, a tired joke. It's.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Have you not. You're not familiar. That's my favorite thing. Go listen to Bleak and Review. It's 30 minutes of of Phil Gabriel telling uh, knock knock jokes as told by the band Genesis. And he doesn't let that get old. The entire time,
0: yeah. There's, there's like you can go back and watch like the Marx Brothers, and there's still stuff they do that makes me laugh. Like just because something's an old joke, doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. But in this case, that's what it meant to me. Um, there, there. I don't. I think there's only one moment that made me laugh in this movie, which was? was when Danny Glover is sleepwalking and he dries his hair. Um, I don't know why <laughs> that just that got me that just that got me that <laughs> image of him
1: Joe Pesci getting struck by lightning dude. Yeah, yeah. but that's not his not reaction because, to getting hit by lightning is very funny was because it was so brutal <laughs> it's this tiny frightened old man going like yeah conquering his fear and then getting struck and he looks like he is getting electrocuted <laughs> well that's acting and then that's he falls action. down dead. yes Academy Award winning actor Joe Pesci you well know,
0: he's done two Home Alones I bet he can mimic being electrocuted very Yeah. Well. At this point. certainly,
1: but I, I laughed because it was just so brutal. I mean, <laughs> I don't old know. man getting fucking struck by lightning, and the God does not want him to live but or go But sometimes you face your fears,
2: and your fears slap you back in the face, and you right? You got to keep going on.
1: I know I've made that
2: point in a variety of ways.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh man, all right. I think I think this needs
0: to stop.
2: Yeah, I think we need to stop. Thank you so Why, much. Where are we going? <laughs> I'm gonna go somewhere quiet and think. Are you guys recording after this? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah we are. We got another
2: episode. And that that movie is way worse. That's what movie is that? Master, Master of Disguise. Of Disguise. Uh, that's the Dana Carvey. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh, is... I'm a turtle. That thing. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a fascinating film.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm trying to remember thing. if I remember being so excited about it and then. Yeah.
0: Unlike Gone Fishing, I do feel like that there's like an evil presence in that film. Like I, I feel I I I am angry at Master of Disguise. Gone Fishing is doesn't We're well,
1: gonna anything. catch all this on our Master of Disguise episode. But I wanna <laughs> thank Chet Wild for stopping by to talk about Gone Fishing. Chet, where can we find you online? At Chet Wild, All the socials. Sweet. That's it not
2: a very exciting plug no but it's it's yeah. simple and it's network. to the point it and it's good. effective this is a, sub, a subscriber only episode I don't know this these are all, free. I I think are think all these are, free these are all free work well fucking subscribe to the network assholes yeah, yeah. why am I angry at players. people for listening I got real out Adam I don't think they know what I do at the end so that's why this is so you just need to clarify for them Chad is not gonna say goodbye so like I will you never end an episode you
0: just have gonna... alright
1: goodbye everybody <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you.